The Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield with The Lynn Group and this is The Wealth Puzzle. Um, as always, got Tony Shore here. Tony, thanks for joining us, man. It's, um, you bet. <clears throat> I feel rusty. It's actually been a couple weeks since we recorded a show. Uh, yeah. Just so everybody knows, our listeners, we record our shows together on Mondays. So we had Memorial Day and I was actually traveling last week. I was in Texas. Texas. Wow. So I was in Dallas, outside of Dallas. So one of my key employees who's been with us for almost a decade, Tana, she actually lives in Texas. She moved there about four or five years ago. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. Right. So, um, you know, at first she grew up here in Ventura with us. We've known her forever since I was a kid. My mom and her mom were best friends. So it's a real close family friend. Absolutely. So they yep. moved to Texas. Her husband is a... Uh, He's a private pilot. He works for Bombardier at the Dallas Fort Worth airport and trains pilots all over the world how to fly planes. So they went wow. there for his job. She still works for us from afar. Okay. And um, so it's just, you know, she's been razzle dazzling me for a whole lot of time and years <laughs> to uh, come out there and, you know, put the the consideration cap on a second office for her. <laughs> nice. So we, uh, my wife and I flew out. Oh my gosh, uh, you know, three-day weekend away from four little girls was wild. Wow. Who, what'd you do with the kids? Grandma. We got Grandma Debbie come over oh. to the house and watch <laughs> nice. the little people, you know? Nice. So you had a break from the kids, a vacation. Of sorts, yeah. 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 Wow. But to Texas. I'll tell you I mean, what, though, on. Tony, uh, Tana sent us to this place called 407 Barbecue. It's on the 407. You know, every, <laughs> every road is kind of like a highway out there, it seemed. Yep. And, um, so on the 407, it was, you know, right in front of the gun shop next to the defender supply store, you know, in a dirt parking lot <laughs> and holy cow, Tony, this food was ridiculous. Every bite was like the bite where you're like, mm, so good. Oh, mm. so good. They had, they had, what was it? It was green chili creamed corn as a side. I mean, dude, oh, yeah. it was, oh. it was like drugs. I mean, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. So good. Um, it should be illegal. Right. Oh, it was phenomenal. So I have to admit the the food was nice. Honestly, I've never been to that area. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, it's all foresty. There's trees, lakes, ponds, streams, creeks. Really? Everywhere. All the normal neighborhoods have all of these nice paved walking trails that basically go through these little forests and whatnot. Tana wow. lives right now. You'll be moving out there pretty soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere, but I, 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 I am. You know, certainly entertain the idea of you know second office, uh, second life. But oh wow! It was, it was, it was really nice. I was, I was surprised. It was very pleasant out there. Tana lives a couple blocks away from Louisville Lake, which is a big, large boating lake. So we walked over to the lake, and there's trails everywhere. I mean, it was just really nice. That sounds great. 
you know, and yeah, I love I love my sweet little Ventura here, but honestly, over there there was no trash, no. Mm. Yeah, I mean, just it was a lot cleaner. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, enough said. We're all get, moving in the jalopy. We're gonna be like the Beverly Hillbillies in the you know in the intro, all loaded up, driving to Texas. Awesome to get our black gold. Yeah. The, well, um, you know what? I'm doing great. I've had a good week. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> Oh, wait, you didn't ask. Oh, I'm, just ra- I'm razzing you. That's I'm all right. You. What are you so what are we going to talk about? Oh, what today, are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the semblance of normalcy. Gosh, since we've talked a lot of states, a lot of areas, everyone's going through these phases of reopening. Hey, you can eat in a restaurant now. Hey, you can walk down the street. Hey, you can, you know, breathe outside. You know, I mean, things are starting to get back to normal. Obviously, still a huge amount. And we'll just say perhaps social dysfunction, right? New normals, things we're not used to. Um, I'll tell you what the funny thing is for me, Tony, though, is it's shaking hands. Like, talk about what an internal habit that is your whole life. Oh, to- I've, I've run into that recently where I've I had a guy come out and quote uh, fencing in our backyard. Yeah. And he walks up to me smiling. Hey, I'm Mike. And we both start to reach out and then we pull back. It's right, like, we, right, right. We you're almost so, you're so accustomed hands. to it. Right. Yeah. You know, my my yeah. whole whole life, it's that interaction. And so that's, of all weird things, I feel almost rude with people. You know, I've had some clients come yep. into the office and stuff and no one's shaking hands. And you feel like, I don't know, like you're just not a, as nice of a person. <laughs> so It feels weird, doesn't yeah, it? We've I, to, I always shake. I'm a handshaker. Yeah. I always reach out my yeah. hand when, when I introduce people. And I've just out of habit, I've done it and had people stare at my hand like, what are you doing? Right. You know? No, well, hey, it's the new normal, man. You can't, you can't do stuff like that anymore. So, yeah, at least things are opening up. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of, we'll say political stuff going on, a lot of protesting. We had a huge protest over the weekend here in Ventura. Um, you know, so there's a lot going on in the world, but hey, good news. The stock market could care less about anything. It appears, right? It's uh, right. <laughs> you think Elon Musk owns the the stock market and he put it on one of his spaceships, just shooting it right to the moon here. Um, I mean it's pretty incredible to watch, but you know what? We look for green shoots, and so in the good old days when you did investing, everything was. Remember, in the old days there was no computers, there was no information. You wait for a statement, you wait to hear something. Um, and so it's funny because there's like the old fashioned fundamental analysis of companies and information. Hey, let's look at the GDP and let's look at earnings of companies and their book values and ratios and all this kind of stuff. And even though that's all true and relevant, we still use that to make good, healthy, fundamental decisions when it comes to investing. We now look at high frequency data, this like instant data that is available right now, like something as simple as box office receipts. Like who would have thought 20 years ago we'd be tracking box office receipts, box office receipts, people going to the movies, right? Well, guess what? A couple months ago, no one was going to the movies, right? You know, in the last (laughs) month, in the last month, what you think box office receipts are up, up, (laughs) They're up 1,700% in the last month. I mean, you know, whoa, in the last week, they're up 68%. They've come up quite a bit. Now, granted, year over year, they're still down almost 100%. Right, um, I mean, right. there's still, the, there's two kind of tiers to look at this. You look at the bigger long-term information, which is like I was talking about, like fundamentals of a company, so that, that true underlying 
um, quantitative analysis of a company. But then we start looking at this high frequency instant data of how things are instantly changing versus big picture. So uh, let's look at another one. Um, steel production, right? Steel production becomes relevant because we're talking about people building, being productive, right? That kind of stuff. Year over year, it's down 36%. But in the last month, it's up 5%. In the last week, it's up 1.5%. So all of a sudden, it's perking back up. Hotel occupancy. People staying in hotels, right? You know, this gets back to airlines, travel, all that kind of stuff. Hotel occupancy year over year is down 43%. But in the last month, it's up 8%. In the last week, it's up 1.5%. Once again, it's starting to perk back to life. Hotel average daily rates is another thing that they watch. That's kind of a funnier one to me because that's tracking the, the price of a hotel room. Remember, during the pandemic, um, I was actually looking at flights. I wish, gosh, I blew it, Tony. I blew it, buddy. Why? When I was first looking at going to Dallas, it was, it was yeah. more right in the middle of the pandemic stuff. So we ended up kind of delaying our trip a little longer just because everything was so crazy. Sure. And if I had booked my plane tickets earlier, they were 43 bucks round trip from LAX. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I want to do it, but maybe we can't go. We got to wait for things. And they ended up being 150 bucks. But I was like, gosh, I could have got those for $43. I mean, that's how is that possible? <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, but same idea, you know, hotel rates came down, everything came down. So hotel rates year over year down 33%. You want to go stay in a hotel. It's a decent deal. But in the last month, they're up 11%. In the last week, they're up two and a half percent, right? Hotel revenue per room. All this travel stuff really implies, are people driving? Are they flying? How are they getting to the hotel? Are they making plans at restaurants and doing things? It's amazing how something as simple as hotel occupancy carry so much weight in basic economics these days. Hotel revenue per room available down 62% year over year. In the last month, it's up 40%. In the last week, it's up 6%. So wow. these things are starting to twist. What about the the, the big one here? Uh, TSA checkpoints. So I flew just last week. I flew through uh, LAX. A little bit of traffic going down the 101, a little more traffic on the 405. Nothing crazy. I didn't come to full stops as the good old days, right? You know, I, cr <laughs> I cruised down there, you know, reasonable sure. time. And so LAX is a big horseshoe through the terminals. Oh, yeah. Yep. I turn onto the horseshoe. Tony, no joke. I was the only car there. What? I mean, I swear. I, I mean, there was a couple buses pulled over, you know, like the spot bus to take you there. Mm -hmm. But I was the only car driving in the loop, stopping at the red lights. You know, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. is the is the airport closed today? Did I come on the wrong day? Um, I mean, it was it was it was eerie. You know, That's and then we weird. parked, no big deal, pulling in the parking structure, finding a parking space right up front, walked into the terminal. Um, you know, there was probably I don't know, 10, 15 people ahead of us in line to go through security check. You get oh into goodness. the terminal itself. There's there's really bays of of people where there's normally plane flights. You know, the the, the gates. That were just full blown empty. No one was there. I mean, it was it was really weird. It was really weird. Wow, wow. So that is weird. I've never. I can't even picture LAX like that. The um, usually LAX is a horror show. Oh, I, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Oh, it's it's horrific. Um, yeah. You know, you, you you go there as the last option. It is yeah. the last option. I'd rather You're go right. To Burbank, go to Santa Barbara, do something. Yeah, I'll fly, um, I'll fly into John Wayne in Orange County before I'd fly into sure. LAX. Yeah. The um, 
the uh, so the TSA checkpoints year over year TSA checkpoints are down eighty seven percent still. Wow! In the last month, though, they're up a hundred and twenty three percent. In the last week, they're up seven percent. So you're wow. seeing a pretty healthy, nice uptick at least in people actively going back to the TSA checkpoints. A healthy uptick in people paying more and checking into rooms, you know, using steel, going to the movie theater. All of these things are positives. Um, even something like the supply of gasoline. Mm. Think about it. You know, are those trucks, you know, you, you ever like want to hit the gas station you drive over there and all of a sudden there's that, the big tankers parked there blocking <laughs> everything. And you're like, oh, yep. you know, and you're just like, yep. do I try to, you know, squeeze in? <laughs> Right. Um, Been there, done that. Yeah. Right. Year over year at the moment, uh, gas motor supply to gas stations is down 20%, but in the last month it's up 13%, and the last week it's up 4%. Wow. So basically, uh, the stats that you're giving us show that we are headed toward, at least, some semblance of normalcy, which yeah. is the title of the show today. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I can see that. It is amazing how quickly our economy is starting to recover, really. Yeah. I mean, just uh, when some of the bands are being lifted or loosened a bit, uh, it's amazing how quickly the economy is bouncing back. I think it's uh, a lot more optimistic than people thought it would be. Well, absolutely. And, and to be fair, I mean, a lot of it was this curveball from last week, right? We were hovering from April coming into May. It's now June, but the, the data is retroactive. Um, they were thinking that from April to May that the unemployment rate was going to go to 15% up to 19%. And what happened last Friday? They had a blowout jobs number. Two and a half million jobs back created in May, back on payroll, um, is huge. They were expecting more losses. It was something like a $10 million, or excuse me, 10 million job disparity in what they had estimated to what came in. And the unemployment rate dropped in May. It went down to like 13.3%. Totally unexpected. Now, granted, the, the cool thing is, is, well, why, right? And I think a big part of the why is, yes, there was some obviously things opening up. A big component of the jobs created that showed last week for May were created in restaurants. Obviously, restaurants were dead. Restaurants are still down. You know, when you look at Open Table, uh, which is like that reservation thing, Open Table, I don't yep. know if anyone knows it. Yep, Open Table. They're still down, you know, from pre-coronavirus, they're still down 80%. But they were down 100% in, in March and April. So they're only down 80%. So people are finally coming back. Restaurants are opening up. They created a lot of jobs. Then get to the government side, right? The government did all this stimulus. Did it work? Well, I don't know. So they created the Paycheck Protection Program, which was go get a loan to essentially keep people on payroll, to essentially keep people off of unemployment. And so it was an interesting play, I thought, because they didn't, if people got fired and went on unemployment, government would have given them money. Instead, the government gave the money to the companies to keep the people in place on the hopes that these people would maintain their jobs after the coronavirus, hence maintain a lot more, we'll say, economy. Mm -hmm. And that appeared to what happened. There was this huge acceleration in people coming back on payroll in May, mysteriously coinciding exactly when most of the payroll protection money got rolled out. So to me, it looks like that was actually a pretty successful program at the moment with at least what the goal was, and that was to keep people on the, on the payroll books of companies. So I thought that that was a positive. Dude. Yeah. 
It's a it, that's a huge positive. <laughs> no, the whole thing's crazy though. But you then you look at something like air travel. Air travel, I mean, it's still you know anemic. I mean, it's still down eighty percent from last year. Uh, home purchases are almost back to normal. You know, they're almost back to zero, which is funny. People are buying homes, but that's also the benefit of um of um blah 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 of what oh of low uh, low interest rates sorry i i went somewhere in my mind and then i came back of low interest rates you know low interest rates prompt people to want to buy homes the reason that i got lost there for a second in my thought was is i was saying oh look more people are buying homes was we um we recently tried to file a grant deed for a client on their house at, at ventura county and the county's closed they basically said mail in your stuff and it takes two months to process it right now. And so I kind of got mentally frozen because I thought, wait, well, how's anyone buying a house? You can't even file a deed to put it in someone's name. So right. I, I don't know. The whole thing's crazy. It is. Well, and some states have opened up more where their government offices are open again. Yeah. And, and you can do these things. And in other places, they're not. Like my son, uh, who's, uh, you know, uh, in Minnesota, uh, he turned 21 in April. Well, his license expired. He's turned 21. He still can't buy alcohol, and not that he would want to. But if if he wanted to, uh, he couldn't because oh, he, he has an expired he has an expired license, and they can't accept the 21 the under 21 license, even though it has its birthday <laughs> on it. Uh, and he can't renew it because oh my gosh. You can't renew driver's license. Now, just this week, they did an online renewal thing, but you can't get the real ID, which is what you're required to have to travel. Oh, sure. You can only get it. You can only renew it for a regular license. So it's just a it's a mess. I, yeah. I mean, this whole thing has caused so many messes. But again, we're gradually getting back to that semblance of normalcy. It is. And that, and, but you and know so what? we I, have to be optimistic. Well, we have to be optimistic, but we also have to be conscious and careful. I mean, I think, you know, to be fair, I think the market in a lot of respects has gotten ahead of itself as much as the euphoria that things will be better, you know, down the road here. That's good. That's exciting. But there's so many mini train wrecks in all of this. I mean, they euthanized millions of, of animals that we eat, you know, chickens and cows and all kinds of things. That you don't just instantly say, okay, the economy's back open. Bloop, here's a here's a million chickens. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be reworked out and recreated and, and refigured. Um, and that's a concern. You then get into also the potential of credit crunch stuff. A lot of people, forbearances on their mortgages, credit cards, auto loans. If these were already individuals that were running month to month on their bills, what happens when it returns to normal and, you know, they're still just behind? Um, so I think there's a lot of, you know, reason to be trepid, to take it easy, to tread lightly, to consider every move you're making right now and not just willy nilly say, oh, that was it. It's all over. Bada bing, bada boom. Life is good. Yep. But, you know, I guess the whole point of this is, is that's why everyone needs a, a retirement income plan, right? You know, we can have these fun conversations, Tony, but what is the, what is the follow through? How do people use this information? The reason I do this show is to only give people enough information to realize that, hey, the world is this ever-evolving monster. I mean, everything is going to change. Even with these protests and riots, you're seeing quick policy decisions that, that you know, from counties and governments and stuff. I mean, Minnesota was just, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about disbanding their police and going with something else. Um, you know, who knows how things will constantly evolve here? You need to be 
vigilant as an individual. You need to be aware of your situation, your money, your finances, your needs. You need a retirement income plan. You need to understand your tax liabilities. You got to make sure all this stuff is efficient. Hence what I do. So, hey, for all of our listeners, if you don't have a proper retirement income plan or you want to re-review what you have or for our active clients that are listening, if you're still freaked out by turning on the news and stuff, we haven't given you enough of peace of mind yet, just call us. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. You can visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. But reach out. This is the time to really consider your stuff, especially now that the old stock market's popping back up to normalville. It's a really good time to reconsider your situation and make sure the things that you are doing really do make sense. So that's kind of my two cents for the day, Tony. Awesome. Well, we're headed toward that semblance of normalcy, at least, and I'm glad we covered this topic. But hey, uh, another great episode of The Wealth Puzzle. Thank you, Michael, and thanks, listeners, for tuning in. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lind Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.